family of grace welcome to another episode of daily grace with alan wonder chapter edition and today's wonder chapter is first kings chapter nine and let's start off with the word of prayer almighty king of hills and thank you for this wonderful day and thank you for protecting us i want to thank you for being there for us father where we have gone wrong in our sins you know where we have offended you father and what we have done and what you made it for to do father may you please forgive us send in your holy spirit to come and be there for us to come and guide us in everything that we do that we do to glorify your name always believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us and without wasting time let's start off by reading first kings chapter 9 the lord appears to solomon when solomon had finished building the temple of the lord and the royal palace and had achieved all he had desired to the lord appeared to him a second time as he appeared to him at gibeon the lord said to him i have heard the prayer and plea you have made before me i have concentrated this temple which you have built by putting my name there my eyes and my heart will always be there as for you if you walk before me faithfully with integrity of heart and uprightness as david your father did and do all i command and observe my decrees and laws i will establish a royal throne over israel forever as i promised david your father when i said you shall never fail to have a successor on the throne of israel but if you or your descendants turn away from me and do not observe these commands and decrees I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land I have given them and will reject the, this temple I have concentrated for my name. Israel will then become a byword and an object of ridicule among all peoples. This temple will become a heap of rebel. All who pass by will be appalled and will scoff and say, Why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to his temple? People will answer, Because they have forsaken the Lord their God, who brought their ancestors out of Egypt and have embraced other gods, worshipping and serving them. That is why the Lord brought this disaster on them. At the end of the 20 years during which Solomon built these two buildings, the temple of the Lord and the royal palace, King Solomon gave 20 towns in Galilee to Hiram, king of Tyre, because Hiram had supplied him with all the cedar and juniper and gold he wanted. But when Hiram went from Tyre to see the towns that Solomon had given him, he was not pleased with them. What kind of towns are these that you have given me, my brother? He asked, and he called them the land of Kabul a name they have used to this day. Now Hiram had sent to the king 120 talents of gold. Here is the account of the first labor King Solomon conscripted to build the temple of the Lord, his own palace, the terraces, the wall of Jerusalem, and Hosea, Medigo, and attacked the captured Giza. He had set it on fire. He killed its Canaanite inhabitants and gave it and gave it as a wedding gift to his daughter, Solomon's wife. And Solomon rebuilt Gezer. He built up Lower Beth Heron, Balath, and Tadmor in the desert within his land, as well as his store cities and the towns for his chariots and for his horses, whatever he desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and throughout all the territory he ruled. 
There were some people still left from the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hevites, and Jebusites. These people were not Israelites. Solomon conscripted the descendants of all the people remaining in the land whom Israelites could not exterminate to serve as slave labor as it is to this day. But Solomon did not make the slaves of any of the Israelites. They were his fighting men, his govern government officials, his officers, his captains, the commanders of his chariots, and the charioteers. They were also the chief officials in charge of Solomon's project, 550 officials supervising those who did not work. After Pharaoh's daughter had come up from the city of David to the pal palace Solomon had built for her, he constructed the terraces. Three times a year, Solomon sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings on the altar he had built for the Lord, burning incense before the Lord along them, and so fulfilled the temple obligations. King Solomon also built ships at Ezegeba, which is near Elath in Edom, on the shores of the Red Sea, and Hiram, his men, sailors who knew the sea, to serve in the fleet with Solomon's men. They sailed to Opir and brought back 420 talents of gold, which he delivered to King Solomon. And that is where our wonder chapter for today ends. What message do I have for you from today's wonder chapter? The first one comes from verse 3. And what does it say? Verse 3 says, the Lord said to him, I have heard the prayer and plea you have made before me. I have consecrated this temple which you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. Here we see the Lord accepting to come in the temple that Solomon had built for him. And it makes me standing, makes me wondering. Before the temple was consecrated, the presence of the Lord was not there until the Lord came and confirmed his presence due after the consecration. Not until the temple was concentrated, the, the presence of the Lord is not there. And this just made me think of something. You know how we say we are temples of Christ, amen? We are temples of the Lord. But if you don't invite the Lord there, my friend, there's nothing in you. That's the truth. That's the fact of the matter. Yes, you are temples of the Lord. You are temples of Christ. That's very true. But if you do not invite the Lord, you have an empty temple. And what value is an empty temple? So many times we have distanced ourselves from the Lord. So many times as Christians, we have not invited the Lord to come and live within us. And today is just a small reminder that you ought to call the Lord. And when you call the Lord, just like how today Solomon called the Lord and invited the Lord, he will surely come and stay. When you go into verse 4 and 5, what, what did they say? As for you, if you walk before me faithfully with integrity of heart and uprightness, as David your father did, I will do all and do all I command and observe my decrees and laws. I will establish a royal throne over Israel, as I promised David your father when I said, you shall never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. If you walk before me faithfully with integrity of heart and uprightness, he's just talking about being obedient. 
being obedient and following the path, following Christ, following the Christ-like path. When you really sit down and you meditate on your life, do you do things that add value to you as a Christian? Would the Lord be pleased with you, the things that you are doing? Do they add value to you? Does it build your relationship with the Lord? Then if not, you're on the wrong path, my friend. Listen to that voice that tells you to come back. And if you are disobedient, what happens? Let's see verse 6 and 7. What does it say? But if you or your descendants turn away, if you turn away and do not observe the commands and decrees I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land I have given them and will reject the temple I have consecrated for my name. Israel will become a byword and an object of people to ridicule. If you... Oh, yeah, listeners, turn away. If you derail, if you lose track, if you lose focus, then the Lord will leave you. The Lord will leave your temple. But we should not lose hope. Why? Because the Bible, the same Bible tells us that we have and serve a merciful Lord. We serve a loving God. Amen. Who is ready to forgive you. Keep on praying for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Why? The Holy Spirit guides us as Christians. The Holy Spirit is there to show us the right way. And lastly, verse 25. Three times a year, Solomon sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings on the altar he had built for the Lord, burning incense before the Lord along with them. And so he fulfilled the temple obligation. It means Solomon made some pledges. Solomon made some obligations when the temple was being consecrated. Not so. And today we see that he always fulfilled them. He always fulfilled them and he did not just fulfill them. He, after every three years, he, did, he was consistent. That's the point I want us to reach consistency as Christians. We have seen so many times we have been so inconsistent. Today we are serving Christ, the next day we are not. Today we are with Jesus, the next day we are not. And that is the devil's tool, one of the devil's greatest tools, inconsistency. Christ deserves consistency christians and we ought to be consistent in our ways if we want to reach our goal that is heaven surely there are some days that we shall backslide because we're human we all sin no one is perfect but may you pray for the holy spirit to always give you that gift of consistency as christians and surely you will see the lord elevating you why did you get some time? Read First Kings chapter 9. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at daily grace with Alan. We'd love to hear from you. Remember the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of today's wonderful message. Father, so many times we have constructed our temples and we have left them open, empty. Father, today may you fill us with the Holy Spirit to always guide us, to show us the right path, Father, so that we may not derail from your path. And Father, that you may leave us, Father. Because you said that if we derail, Father, you will leave us. But with the gift of the Holy Spirit, we know that we shall always be focused with you. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.